Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm an LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty-gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. As the season is winding down, I am constantly getting different ideas on how to help the people who I serve. Dancers everywhere who are living gig to gig, and maybe some who are dealing with the repercussions of the impending writer strike here in LA. So this got me thinking about different productive ways that dancers could be spending their time. Many that are either free or affordable, many that are tried and true by myself, and that I've had experience with in my 16 years living here. Before I start, I think it's worth mentioning that downtime is a part of the journey. It's very rare when you're living life as a freelancer to be working 24-7 every day, unless you are on a very particular contract that takes you for a really long time, and even then, contracts don't last forever. You might have different seasons that are busier than others for sure, But there's always going to be days or even weeks or maybe even months that you have to spend a good chunk of time not working. But just because you're not working, and let me clarify, I mean dance gigs or dance-related gigs, it doesn't mean you're not quote-unquote working. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're a freelancer and you're an artist, you're basically working 24-7 because you're running your own business and your business becomes your baby. So when you're not physically working a job, you're working on ways to get a job. You're working on yourself or you're working on connections or whatever that may be, which I will outline in a minute. But those are the things that encompass part of our job description, not just answer. So I have 10 ways for you to spend your time during the in-between moments. This seems like a good place as any to remind you of some of the freebies I offer and how to find them. You can find my latest Reels cheat sheet, super great for planning out your reel shoot or just some video content creation at justinementor.com slash reels. I also offer a free class on my concept of the digital dance bag, which is an approach to organizing your online submissions for any kind of job. And of course, you can always jump into a free 20-minute one-on-one consultation that you can find at justinementor.com slash shop. Also... If you're an avid listener of the podcast, I finally have a way you can support more than you already do by becoming a podcast producer. For $5 a month, fans of Dance Careers Unfiltered who want to support and make a production impact and get their voices heard can visit justcmentor.com slash podcast to learn more. Back to the episode. So the first and probably the most obvious one is to update your materials. And by materials, I mean your basics in your toolbox, which would be your headshot, resume, reel, but that also means now your website and your social media if you have. This also includes your casting profiles on all the major casting databases that you may be on. This is a great time to finally go on to casting networks and update and add different credits or training or gigs that you've done since the last time you updated them. Really, most of us do not update those sites regularly at all. I actually like to set a recurring event on my calendar for updating the profiles on those databases because it's so easy to forget. In the first few years that I was here, I would always forget to go on there and update them. Even when I was actually physically going in and doing my resume, 
that I was sending out on my own, I would always forget the casting profiles. So every six months or so, I'll just spruce it up a little bit. Maybe I'll rotate some photos in and out, update my measurements, things like that. Things that you just definitely aren't going to be doing on a day-to-day basis or even week to week. Nothing is worse than getting an audition and it not being right for you anymore because you didn't update your profile. It's also a great time to just shoot new photos and spruce those up. Update your resume and also update any other resumes that you might have, like a non-performance resume, choreographers, teaching, producers, whatever it is that you are doing right now. Another fun thing to do for headshots would be to get any supplemental character photos. Like if you have an old cheerleader uniform in your closet, it's time to bust it out. Take a photo with your dog and upload that to your casting profile if you want to go on some castings with your pet. You could do some quirky shots in glasses or a cardigan, and you can ask for different advice from that from your agents, or you can go on YouTube and check out the latest commercials and see what kind of characters there are out there. Fun fact, I was asked to take photos of my commercial agent last year that were for either a Best Buy worker or a Target worker. So I actually had to buy a red polo and put on my best, how can I help you, smile. Number two self-care. I know there's a lot of buzz about that term right now, but you cannot fuel your artistry if you are running on empty. You have to fill your bucket, which means you need to get your booty into yoga or meditation or whatever it might be that fuels your soul. You need to go and schedule it in your calendar. Like, literally put it in your planner or wherever you schedule your stuff out on your Google calendar, wherever it is, Asana, whatever program you're using and make sure you fit it in. It is incredibly important. It is not a side thing. This shouldn't even be considered what you do on your downtime anymore. Honestly, this should be like, this is a part of your everyday occurrences, every week occurrences. This is a great time to schedule walks on the beach, hiking, spending time outdoors, getting a massage, Self-care is not selfish. Go do things for yourself and make it a regular part of your life. You will thank me a million times, I promise. Number three, curating a list of connections. I really like this one. I haven't done it in a really long time. You can kind of scroll back on your phone, through your inbox, on your Instagram, wherever it may be. See the people who you have connected with recently and just find the people that you have a connection with and put it all down on a list. If you're like me, you can put it in a spreadsheet. You can do it that way. You can do an old school piece of paper and your notes app, but start curating that list. Some ideas for this are reaching out to an old friend. When you see them doing something cool, invite them to coffee and you can pick their brains, buy them a drink. You can schedule a meeting with your agent. You haven't done that in a while. That'd be a good time to just check in. Find people on the list who you might want to update with what you're doing right now. Maybe you make an email marketing list that you can blast out every once in a while. Find people that you can be a human with because we all know at the end of the day, this business is about who you know and who knows you. And you have to water those relationships. Otherwise, they will not grow. It's not enough for people to just see you on their newsfeed. Yes, it's important to get on their minds that way. Don't get me wrong. But wouldn't you much rather prefer on your end if someone reached out to you individually or gave you a call or sent you an email and said, hey, I think what you're doing is great. 
can we meet up for coffee when you have some time or let's meet up at the studio and have a session or let's go on a hike. So many ideas and so many ways to be a human and genuinely connect with humans. Number four, here's a fresh idea. Enjoy the downtime. What y'all life is moving so damn fast. Enjoy these moments. You get to sleep in and do nothing and not have to rush to rehearsal or a job or whatever it might be, because we know that it doesn't always come like that. And in different seasons, we're going to be busier than others. But I want you to relish in the slowness. There's been two episodes on here, too, that I should mention that are really great. And they talk about this human being versus human doing thing. And I've really internalized that since I've heard it so many times. The first one is episode one with G. Madison. And the second is a recent episode with Allie Phillips. So go check those out if you want to hear more on that subject. Number five, make a vision board or a mood board or whatever it might be. Make it fun. It's a great way to just let out some creative juices, to reassess your goals, and to just start fresh. I don't think I have much more to say about this subject, but I would want to recommend that it's really fun to just make this a party. Have a vision board party, invite your friends over. How about like a vino and vision boards party? You can invite all your friends over buy some two-back chuck, get some magazines and a scissors from the dollar store. could be super easy and cheap and fun and refreshing and just like a really great way for all your buddies to get together and work on this. Number six, auditing your auditions. I want you to go back about six months to a year, preferably six months, and then you make this a regular activity that you do every three to six months or every time you have an audition. I want you to write down a list of every single audition that you have attended or that you've self-taped and then make a note on each one of how you did at that audition. Did you book it? Who did you meet? What did you learn? How was your wardrobe? Did you get a callback? Does your agent know about this experience? So there's a lot that you can take stock of when you write them all down and then you'll start to notice some patterns. This is just a strategy. This is just a way to really measure how you've been doing and how you can move forward productively. It would also be a good idea, I think, to list the casting directors, whoever was on the project to see if there's any patterns in there. There might be certain casting directors that call you in more than others. So I think that can really be helpful for you because then you can see maybe they're hosting a class and you can get in front of them and you can learn they are obviously interested in your look, but maybe you're just not hitting the mark in a certain way and you can get feedback there. So audit those auditions. Number seven, meal plan. I know that this is like a little bit off topic of what my podcast is about, but it really kind of goes along the lines of self-care talk from number two. It's really going to save you so much time and so much money in the long run. I actually do all of mine on a makeshift spreadsheet obviously, because we all know I love the spreadsheet. And I'm now trying this kind of new three-week menu rotation. I'm trying to make it work as best as I can. And most of the time, I actually stick to the plan. But it really does save me a lot of headache throughout the week when I have kids. And it's just so much better to have that all planned out and ready and creates less stress down the line. I actually use this term, the meal planning term, when I'm talking about materials for dancers. So like, meal prepping your materials so that when you get your auditions, you're ready to go. But I'm just a big fan of it for real life. I think it's a game changer. And you can at least try it, especially when you have downtime. 
It's a great way to spend some of that time. You can spend about an hour or so curating some recipes, some favorite things that you like for yourself online or from friends and family, and then figure out when you're going to shop and write it down, put it up on a, on a board of some sort so you see it. And I know most of you are visual learners. So yes, you'll thank me later on this one. Number eight, plan time away from social media. If you're not working, and we're going to put that in air quotes because we know it, you're working, but you're you're also not working. If you're not spending physical time on the job and you're seeing other people who are, you are going to go down a rabbit hole of resentment and self-doubt. We all do it. Everybody's guilty of this. We acknowledge that. But what I'm asking you to do is schedule the breaks in because it's one thing to just say, oh, I'm going to spend less time on social media. But it's another thing to specifically and strategically write out the times that you are going to spend away. This could be like you setting a timer on your phone for some part of the day that you take a break. Maybe it's a lunch break. Maybe it's a happy hour break. Maybe it's at night. This could be like putting your phone away at night when you're sleeping, not having it next to your bed. Or maybe setting a specific time on your phone using the app, the screen time app that just schedules you to be on Do Not Disturb. I do this now. I I just started doing this. I didn't even know that I could before I was just doing the timers. But anyways, I don't use my phone at all at night. I don't keep it next to my bed. I leave it in the bathroom charging. I don't like to go to sleep with my phone and wake up on my phone. I just feel like it's a large waste of my time. So if you've ever tried to contact me between the hours of 6 and 8 p.m., you know that's probably why I haven't responded right away. Number nine is journaling. This kind of goes with the auditing, but it's so different because the auditing, the auditions one is so specific and is going to be a list and almost like a chart. But with journaling, I just mean like stream of conscious, like write down what you're feeling, what you're doing and make it a very specific part of your day every day, every night, whatever it might be. Maybe you make it a destination where you drive over to the beach and you do it then. But again, if you schedule these things, they are more likely to happen. So it's one thing to wish it to happen, but it's another thing to make it happen. So I want you to schedule in some time to do that if that is something that floats your boat. And last but not least, number 10, meet with a mentor. Yes, I know this is a bit of a shameless plug, but it's very, very true. It's easy to do everything alone and to get into this comfortable space of saying, I'm just going to do it by myself and I don't need anybody to help me. But it also allows you to have zero accountability because you're only working independently and you don't have anyone to notice when or if you stumble. When you have a mentor, you have someone to hash all this ish out with. You are not alone because you really shouldn't be. Community and relationships are what keep us going and fuel us and allow us to not only have some accountability, but just see things outside of our perspective and really allow you to build different connections, see things in a different way that you might not have seen before and bring an unbiased opinion into your life. So there you have it. 10 ways to spend your downtime. I hope you try a few or all of them. I am bringing on a new cohort of mentees for the summer. And I would love to include you if you have been listening to this podcast. 
you can either jump into the group one, which is an ongoing program that I love called the Mentor You Crew, or we can do one-on-one sessions. So I'm taking on a limited number for the summer and I would love to meet you and get on board with that. So you can go ahead and schedule a free consult. If you're interested in that, we can talk, we can figure out which program might be the best one for you. Just see mentor.com slash shop. Anyways, y'all it's been real. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and just see mentor.com slash mentor management. That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.